Welcome to the Godly Business Podcast. I am your host, Anne Jean Pierre, and I am excited to talk to you today. We are days away from the end of 2023. This year has literally just blinked and it was done. Um, so I am hoping that as we reflect on the end of the year, that you have more to celebrate than um, and less regrets and more to look forward to in the new year. So today I wanted to talk about, given that it is the end of the year, what it is that you have accomplished in this year whether you call those resolutions or your goals, were you able to accomplish them? And if not, what were some of the main things that stood in the way of you achieving your goal and reaching them? So for me, a couple things that I find um, throughout that usually gets in the way is one, not having a clear goal. For example, now I know most people probably know how to write goals. This is an assumption. However, when I talk to a lot of prospects, I realize that a lot of people actually don't really know how to set goals properly or realistic goals or how to make them clear. So today I want to kind of touch up on that. So let's get started. So how do you determine a goal, right? And how do you set a goal, especially when it comes to your business? So let's, the first thing I think you have to look into is understanding your business. Of course, I hope that no one understands your business better than you since it's your own business, right? So that's the first thing is really understanding what your business what your business is, how it operates, and then looking at it and determining okay, what it is that is working, what it is, what are areas that are um, needs improvement, duplicates, you know, that needs to be reduced, um, stress factors, different things like that to make your life easier. So for example, for me and one of my businesses, which is short-term rental, I had to figure out a way to make it easier for me on supplies, right? Refilling supplies. So that's one of the things I found that was like really annoying. And I had to figure out a way to make that aspect of the business no longer be such a it wasn't a burden or anything like that, but it was just annoying, right? So how did I have to come up with a way to, you know, achieve um, that goal of making it a a little bit less um, something I have to think about, you know? So those are the things that I'm saying, like in your business, like what it is that you need to look into that's like, okay, this is an area that I don't really like to deal with. So how I'm going to address that and then maybe test some different ways and uh, for you to figure it out you know um, have a discussion with your team Um, make it to where 
you have to um, really understand, okay, how much of, like, for example, in my situation, right? Like how much of this product are my guests using that I have to refill, right? Um, is this the best product that I'm, that I have? Are my guests not so liking this product? So maybe I should change it up. Things like that. Are they using, um, this product, but not that product when I, you know, lay it out is even worth me, um, still laying out, you know, things like snacks and things like that. So those, this is something that for me, I had to look into test out for, you know, a few period, a period of time, like 90 days or so, see what didn't work, what worked, and then, um, try it again. So, The point I'm bringing when I'm saying this is you and your business, what, what are your goals? Um, are you writing down your goals? Are your goals measurable? So for example, let's say you want to, on a personal level, right? You want to lose weight. If your goal, if all you say is that I want to lose weight, you probably won't lose the weight right? And if you say, Hey, I want to lose 30 pounds. Now that's more of a measurable goal, but then the goal means nothing unless you have a deadline. Okay. You want to lose 30 pounds within what time frame? You know, is it, um, in, in four months, is it in six months? Is it in a year? Because the time frame that you determine to, to achieve your goal, that's going to determine what it is that you need to do, how fast you need to move, what things that you have to implement in order for you to really achieve that goal, right? So I think most of us would agree that it would be kind of ridiculous to think, hey, I'm going to lose 30 pounds in one month. You could probably achieve that, but it's probably going to be an, an not really healthy way of achieving it. So the same applies to your business. If for example, you are in a business that is seasonal, right? And your high seasons are only six months, six to nine months. And you want to achieve, um, you know, a set of goal, but then how you implement whatever you implement, let's say it's toward you're not going to see the results until the ninth month mark, right? So, so your your business is, is seasonal. You only have nine months that are very productive, but you have no way of measuring the success of this um, new program um, or this new test that you're rolling out until the nine month ends. Well, you just kind of wasted a year, right? So... And looking at the end of the year that we are approaching on, these are things that I think maybe going into next year, we have to take into consideration when setting up our goals. The other factor is that I wanted to talk about that I think we should really reflect on and be completely transparent, honest with ourselves and just be because it's, it's you as a business owner. And I'm talking to people who have, are decision-making makers in their businesses, right? 
So you're the business owner. You have to determine um, this for yourself. So that's why I say just be completely honest uh, with yourself and just be 100% realistic with yourself. Are you setting up this goal based on a an outside pressure that has nothing to do with your actual wants meaning are you basing this goal of i want to make i don't know 120k this year um even though last year you made maybe 60k right and you're like hey i want to double my income um this year now depending on your business that could be a realistic goal but are you basing that goal off of someone else's um performance or portfolio and what you hear on social media and the reason why i'm bringing this up is because this conversation keeps happening so so much especially with the you know the rise of social media and tiktok and all these people talking about, oh, here's how to make six figures in your business. Here's how to make, um, you know, X, Y, Z in your business and all of these things. And us and our businesses keep looking at them thinking, okay, now somehow I have to figure out how to make six figures in my business. And for some reason, we build in our mind that somehow I have to achieve six figures and then I'm successful. There are so many factors that you have to take into consideration when um, trying to achieve this this financial goal for your business. And I, I just want to caution because I'm not discouraging people. I'm not trying to discourage you from being aggressive, uh, being ambitious in your business and, and wanting to achieve you know the best that you can i do say you know go for the stars and if you fall you will fall among the moon right so don't even go for the moon go even higher than that i'm a big big um believer in that with that being said i do think that we also have to take into consideration our personalities right our lifestyle and the goals that we are trying to reach and calibrate it to really think, okay, is this realistic for me? Is this realistic for me in this season of my of my life, my personal life? Is this realistic in the season of my personal business? So it may be that you made 60K last year and your goal is to achieve 120k but you're gonna put that goal to achieve that in three years instead of you know the following year so maybe um set the goal to okay i'm going from 60 i would like to achieve eighty thousand dollars next year and with that work your way backwards and I'm going to talk a little bit more about working your way backwards and how to look at holistically, you know, how to achieve, achieve that. And again, I'm, I do believe that most people understand this concept, but I just want to bring it back up. So 
we don't go into the new year with unnecessary pressure, um, especially from social medias or other business owners that we are friends with, um, hearing their success and then being somewhat either discouraged or um, wanting to, you know, match, match their success and therefore going above what we can realistically achieve. And then at the end of the year, right, looking at our goals, we're disappointed because we didn't achieve what we thought we could. And I would say sometimes that's okay, right? So let's say your goal was to achieve 120K. And at the end of the year, you're like, hey, I achieved the $80,000. That's great. Because now you're like, okay, you can go back and say, all right, so while my goal was to get 120K, I achieve 100, um, you know, $80,000. What areas that um, were very, very successful in me increasing my business? What areas were not so successful and things like that? So nevertheless, what I'm uh, uh, saying is, is that you should really, really consider your uh, motivational factors. What is motivating you um, to achieve that those goals? Is it... Um, superficial and that you're trying to compete not not with yourself but with others I think the best competition to have is a competition with yourself like hey I did xyz right so next year my goal is to push myself to do xyz and not necessarily because of other people because I do see that unfortunately a lot um especially with uh Gen Z and millennials wanting to, oh, I need to have six figures a month, but your business just started and you can barely scrape, you know, $5,000 a month. Like let's just bring it back to reality is what I'm getting at. Bring it back to reality. So first things first, right? Determining why you want to, to achieve those goals and the $80,000 goal, like let's keep using that example. Why do you want to achieve $80,000, right? Is it just because, hey, I want my business to grow by at least 20K every single month? That is a completely valid reason. The other thing I challenge you to think about, what is that extra $20,000 going to do for your business? Be very clear on that. Um, And the reason why I bring this up is I see this with, um, so I did the, the, um, Dave Ramsey program to get out of debt and things like that. And, um, I've had encounters with different people who wanted to get out of debt. Right. So they, um, do like a refinance and get out of debt, not get out of debt really, but you know, in their mind, they get out of debt. But really what you do is just, you are reducing your interest by taking another loan, but you're still in debt, right? You're still in debt. You're just shifting now who you owe at a lower interest. But this is a good strategy if you are very clear on what it is that you're trying to achieve, right? So let's say, hey, I'm going to shift my debt because this debt that I have is 23% interest rate. So I'm going to refinance um, my loans to have an 8% interest rate. Great. Now you're at the 8% interest rate. Now your payments went from 
$1,500 to, you know, $500. Perfect. Now you have another $1,000, right? That you can play around with and possibly pay your debt even faster. So now you could maybe put $1,000 toward that debt. What I find is, unfortunately, most people not having a goal to do with that extra money, not being clear with what they want to do with that extra money, either spend it, right, and get back into even more debt. So why is this rent of mine about debt relevant? I also see the same thing with business owners. So your goal was to go from 60 to 80,000. Now you have an extra influx of 20,000. What is the goal with that extra $20,000? What are you going to do with that extra money? You need to be very clear on that before you even get it. Because what will happen is unless you um, using a Dave Ramsey, um, you know, language, it's like if, you know, if it doesn't have a plan, it will get spent pretty much, you know, have every dollar needs to have a plan. So if you don't have a plan for it, for that money, it will get spent, probably not in the way that you would want it to be spent. So before you set your goal of, I want to achieve, you know, an extra $20,000, be clear on what that $20,000 is going to be for. Is it now, okay, now that I've achieved this $20,000, I can hire an extra set of hands. So now it's going to expand my business, right? To now where I can probably more realistically um, get to my $120,000 a year goal or more because now I have an extra set of hands. We can do things a lot faster. Is it that now I can buy um, a better machine to do whatever, you know, product or service that I was doing much faster, allowing me to now get things done faster to try to get more customers in the door because now I'm not back down because I can only produce 5,000 of this product. Now I can do 10,000, right? So now that I can double my, my capacity, I can now, you know, go ahead and increase my, my, um, sales, therefore get to that goal faster. Right. So that's something that I, I think that a lot of people don't take into account when you're saying that, hey, I want to grow my business. I want to increase my income. What is that income for? And if it's for your personal use, that's fine. Right. If, hey, I want to increase in, uh, my business by $20,000 just so I can have this money for my personal use. But even with your personal use, be clear on what you're going to use it for. Right. Hey, I, I need a new car you know, or my daughter's going to college and she needs a, a car. So therefore I want to increase my business so that we can, you know, be able to afford the car. Cool. Just make sure that you are very, very clear on what it is that you're achieving. Um, you are, you know, trying to get the funds for. So that, that's that. The other thing in trying to be, be clear on, you know, your, your goal and setting up your goal properly is to think about working backwards. Right. And again, I'm, I'm sure that most people do this. So if it is just a reminder, great. If you didn't know about it, great. But I think this is something that needs to be brought up. Work backwards, meaning 
I want to achieve $80,000, especially for businesses that are seasonal. I have nine months to do that. My season start in March, for example, and it goes through whatever. So I need to sell X amount or close X amount of client at this such and such rate so that I can achieve my goal. So if that means, so what you do is um, just for easy, easier math, let's say um, $100,000 is what you want to achieve for the year. You have nine months to achieve that. So just take $100,000 and then um, divide it by, you know, nine months and then find out, okay, so if I want to achieve $100,000, that's in nine months, I need to make $11,000 or so every single month for, for that. Okay, so what does $11,000 a month looks like? I need to have, um, I need to close at least 10 clients per month. Because that would give me, my product is $1,100, so I need to close 10 clients a month. How do I close 10 clients a month? How long does it take you to close one client? Right? So if you, if on average right now, you have to speak to five people before you get one client and you realize you need 10 clients, so that means you have to speak to 50 people, right? Because you need 10 clients. You talk to five clients a month in order for you to get one. So times that by 10. So therefore you need 50 clients. You need to speak to 50 clients or uh, 50 prospects rather in order for you to get one per every five that you speak with. And I'm bringing this up because I want you to think, do you have the capacity to speak to 50 people a month. I think it's realistic, but depending on your business, depending on your goals, depending on your kids, depending on your schedule, is 50 client realistic for you to have to speak to every single month? Now, there are ways that you can set it up. Obviously, 50 clients a month to me is not a lot because you have, you know, usually 30 days within the month, right? So, if you're looking at it from that perspective, 30 days within the month to speak to your client, um, I'm sorry, 50 client in 30 days, that's what, two, three clients per day or something like that? Don't don't count me to the math thing, but you get what I'm saying. Um, so speaking to those, trying to speak to those clients within, you know, that time frame, is it going to take away from your business, running your business? Because it's... It's one thing to try to achieve. Um, it's one thing to, because what people, I don't think people realize that trying to get new clients is harder than than maintaining your current clients, depending on your business field. Um, right. So maintaining new clients, maintaining your current clients is much, much cheaper than acquiring new clients. But I'm and I'm gonna expand on that a little bit. So now looking at the 50 clients that you 50 new prospect that you have to search for, having to realize, okay, is your marketing 
or your your lead generation allowing you to speak to 50 clients does that mean now you have to spend money on marketing to try to get 50 clients on your books to talk to them do you do virtual is it face to face do you have to go meet them in person how much time does that require for you to get are you at a capacity that you can meet those clients that you can talk to those clients um is it something that you have to now set up virtually to try to do all of those things that you have to take into consideration and that's why i said you have to work backwards to realize okay what will it take in order for me to get this goal and is it realistic for me to get that goal and just do the math from there and do the everyday day by day action plan of you achieving that goal and i don't think people are um as detailed right when it comes to trying to to get that now the other thing that i want to talk about is what i just mentioned a little bit ago right it's cheaper to keep your current clients than it is to go and get a new client because of all the things i just mentioned find um the marketing aspect of it the time aspect to acquire a new client so maybe instead of trying to acquire a new client see with your clients what other services that you could offer them what upgrades um that you could make to your current um client pool right that you can um go from hey this client used to get this package for um you know five hundred dollars based on my relationship with them I believe that I can offer them additional services that they would be willing to pay the extra $600 toward to make that $1,100 that I'm trying to achieve. So now it's going back to the board, looking at your client books, looking at your clients that that you already have and seeing, okay, can I work with what I got right now to increase my, um, my cash flow? by offering more services and then therefore increasing my my uh, whole package, right? That I can offer them to, to increase my price and therefore don't have to chase as many new prospects and then, you know, doing the whole funnel thing to get them um, booked. So those are things that you have to consider in thinking about, okay, I, I want to increase my, my services and, um, you know, increase my, my financial goal. So I hope this is, this gave you some type of insight into the mindset that you have to have and setting up your goals. Um, like I said, the first thing is to really consider why it is that you want to achieve the goal that you, you want to make sure it's something that you really want and not because you feel the pressure of trying to, you know, keep up with the Joneses type situation, right? Like you're not trying to keep up with the Joneses. This is something that you actually want. This is something that is within line with the vision that you have for your business. And it makes sense for you. And then also consider, you know, a couple other things like, and you setting up your goal, what is that money? What is that excess money going for? Be very, very clear on that. Like, where is this money going? How I'm going to use 
um, these extra funds? Is it going to be for my personal use to, to relax a little bit more or is it to grow my business? Of course, I always recommend use it to grow your business, but hey, that's up to you, right? And then um, lastly, just work backwards, trying to figure out, okay, is this realistic? Is this realistic for my business for me to invest um, you know, this much into my business to acquire new clients? Um, is it something I can really keep up with? Or should I um, find a different way to just increase my services to service my current clients in order for me to achieve those goals? And should I instead just break down this goal of achieving XYZ amount, 120,000 in three years versus trying to double it? So I hope this is helpful. I pray that you are going to be successful in the new year um, and that you will achieve all of your goals. So please um, send me a comment. Let me know if this was helpful. I hope that you are going to do this exercise of trying to, you know, write down every plan and uh, figuring out from there. Well, thank you so much. I will speak with you guys next week. I hope that God keeps you. I hope you listen to his counsel and his teaching, and I will see you on the next episode.